station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, movie radioactive spider, Melissa Kersher. Sweet! (laughs) (laughs) And we are joined for the second time in a row by our guest. Yes. Uh, I'm going to call her movie Aunt May. Uh, You know what? I'll take it. You should. Okay. Okay. No, I'll take Uh, it. Patricia Wick. Yay. Hello. And actually, I mean, I make it sound like Melissa's the expert, but she, for the second time in a row, is going to see a movie she hasn't seen before. I'm so excited. (laughs) So the movie we're going to go see is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is, dear listeners, at the time we are recording, still in theaters. We're heading out to a movie theater to watch this movie. But before we do, Melissa, you've got to tell us what you know about this film. Um, I I think it's a a nature documentary. I really hope it's narrated by uh, Attenborough. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It it, it, (laughs) doesn't matter. David Attenborough, actually. (laughs) There's another one. I know. There there are two Attenboroughs. I know. There are. Anyways, back. Anyway, it's Marvel. It's Spider-Man. And and I know there are many, many, uh, as implied by the title, I imagine there is something of a universe crossing that that happens. And there are multiple Spider-Men, women, and children of very various parallel universes happening. And okay. there's a spider ham. There's a spider ham, you say. I like the spider ham. Spider ham. Ham. Yes. So, uh, yes, uh, I'm going to just kind of go, we aren't going to spoil much, but this film did win the 2019 Oscar for Best Animated Film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beating out such movies as uh, Incredibles 2 and Ralph Breaks Rick- the Ralph Earth. 2. Ralph breaks the internet. Well, Ralph breaks the internet. Ralph breaks the internet. It is based on a comic series. And, I mean, that's kind of obvious because it's Spider-Man. But it is based on a specific run in the Spider-Man universe. Or perhaps we should say Spider-Verse. 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 I, I said Spider-Verse. You did. It's in the title of the... Yeah. The movie. Hey, you I know what we should do next? Go we, see the we movie? We should go see it. We should go see the movie. <laughs> okay. Like, now. We're going to go see the movie, and we'll be back to talk about it afterwards. Bye. We're late. Innocent say I keep a check. She was a bad bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby, I'm a wreck. Crash at my place, baby, you're a wreck. Needless to say, I'm keeping a check. She was a bad bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby, I'm a wreck. And we are back. Many people have been bitten by radioactive spiders. Many webs have been thwipped. And we have watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Just for reference, this was Melissa's first time, Pat's mm-hmm. second, and my third. So, Melissa. Oh, my God, it was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I really loved it. Oh, okay. (laughs) You buried the needle there. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. It's all right. Just, you know, destroyed our audience's eardrums. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. (laughs) 
I'm hopped up on cold medication and I just watched <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse for the first time and and it had the Spider-Ham in it and Nicolas Cage was in it and this is the third Nicolas Cage film I've seen in 24 hours. I will just put that out there. It, it was great. It I really enjoyed it. <laughs> fantastic. I liked it better than I liked it the first time and I adored it the first time. I First time I saw it at the end, I'm like, this is probably one of the, my top five comic book movies of all time. It mm-hmm. still is. I'm not sure where it fits, but it is truly amazing. I love it so much more. It is by far, I believe, the best movie of last year. Yeah, I, I'd have to think back hard on last year to make a proclamation like that. But wow, this is it, it, my main concern when I heard that this existed and was going to exist is like, ooh, multiple universe storyline things. They're always so messy. It's, it gets really tricky to handle a storyline like that. And how are they going to do it cleanly in one movie? And, you know, like the big problem with superhero movies is, you know, the first one, you always have to have the origin story and that takes up like half the running time. And then you have a little bit of time to deal with another plot line. And then the end, how are you going to cram six or however many Spider-Men, <laughs> Spider-Hams, Spider-People, Spider-Beings into the same movie have that many origin stories. And by God, this is so clean. The yes. storytelling is so clean and so sharp and so fast. And oh, one more time. Just one more time. How it so, goes. So, 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 <laughs> so, 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 so. It's so much so. <laughs> now, it, it's really remarkably well written. The animation is... Uh, to this... Uh, dear listeners, I used to work as a comics colorist and... Everything is colored in a way, you know, first of all, they make use of that zip tone, uh, you know, the newspaper dots. Oh, yes. Uh, very much in a way that references it, but also uses it as a stylistic choice that's not overly um, referency to it. Like it's it, it uses it as a texture, but like the main faces are more cleanly animated so they don't get like bogged down in that stylistic choice and using the the graininess of the coloring and also they they reference you know in older comics where the um the color plates shift and you get that rim of color outside of the outlines um they're referencing that in the backgrounds and it's like oh my god it, it, there's it's and they're doing it in a way that references that but also it looks really beautiful. Oh, it is amazing. Yeah. Some of my favorite things are just occasionally background images. Mm-hmm. The outline of the building doesn't perfectly line up with the coloring of the building. Yeah, like yeah exactly. Like the, yeah, just the where the little, registration slips. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to see. And it's just this little homage and then goes on. Yeah. But it's in the back. Yeah. But they mix it with what, whatever is the center of attention they don't let the stylistic choices override what you're supposed to be paying attention to, which I find really uh, a good move. <laughs> yes. Because that it does set apart the, the main characters and the main action of the scene uh, in front of 
of, you know, the back, you know, these lovely backgrounds. So you never get bogged down in where you need to look. It's, it's, oh, it's so nice. It's so well done. I'm so very happy. And, (laughs) and, okay, so dear listeners, I have a really terrible chest cold. And, and I, you know, I've, I've been loading up on cough syrup and going, okay, I'm not going to cough in the theater. And it's, this is going to be fine. I'm not going to be talking. It's going to be fine. And then, of course, I forgot. It's Spider, it's Spider-Man. So I'm going to be laughing. And, oh, my God, it was so funny. And, and of course, Pat's sitting next to me, and I'm dying of consumption next to her. It's, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm coughing. I can't breathe. I hurt. But, my God, it's funny. And I am enjoying watching Melissa die. Yes. Almost die. Yes. From I'm gonna, laughter. I'm going to die like Chopin right next to you in the AMC. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, everybody. Uh, there's going to be some coughing. From Melissa. Yeah. Yes. The rest I'm, of us. I'll try not to cough at the microphone. Oh, that's, that's nice. <sighs> well, now and, that we have these individual and then, mics. And then, <laughs> first of all, Spider-Ham does show up, and I'm very happy. Yeah, he, he's, got, he's got plenty to do. And I was playing, I was playing Name That Voice Actor with, you know, you know fair to Midland accuracy. But then Nicolas Cage's voice comes out of <laughs> Spider-Man Noir, and I just die. It's so great. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Watching you react to Nicolas Cage's voice <laughs> on a black and white noir era Spider-Man who can't see color and is playing with the Rubik's Cube <laughs> was so hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to be giggling about that at three in the morning. I'm going to wake up at three in the morning. And go, is this lavender? No. <laughs> <laughs> and right after this, I will hand in my application to become a supervillain with this laugh. Yeah, you should be able to do very well. Um, Speaking of supervillains, I I love uh, Doc Ock. Yes. Doc Ock is the best. Oh God! And the they use the Bill Sienkiewicz kind of styled uh, 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 kingpin from the, that Daredevil run that Sienkiewicz illustrated, where kingpin is like a like the two thousand one Space Odyssey monolith. He's approximately that size and twice as wide. He's just a big block with a uh, head in the middle. Yeah, apparently he's uh, at least eight feet tall and seven feet wide In when one has him in relation to everything else in the film. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he makes it through doors or into a car. I, I think matter. he just has doors made for him. Well, I mean, but the car door looked, you know, normal car door size. But it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter. This is a movie with Spider-Ham in it. It's It's true. It's true that there's a there's a pig. Spider Ham's nostrils emote. They do. Peter Porker's nostrils emote like but his eyes make, do. But as Pat pointed out on the way back from the movie, that makes sense because he is a spider that was bitten by a radioactive pig. So he would have multiple <laughs> eyes. He would have more than two eyes. Absolutely. It makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> so <laughs> And out comes the voice of John Mullaney, which also It's really all in there. It's all the voice the- casting is great. Yeah. I should point out that uh, this is now the second movie in a row. The second movie that won Best Picture uh-huh. at the Academy Awards featuring Mahershala Ali, who is <laughs> yes. Uncle Aaron. 
Yes. Yes. I remember, I, I didn't think about that until Uncle Aaron spoke and I went, that's oh, a yeah. connection. I forgot about that. It is a connection. Um, really good voice casting. Mm-hmm. There, there's some. Oh, there's a trend I really dislike in modern animated movies where they do the celebrity stunt casting, so they get the A-list actors in there to get people in the theaters. And there aren't that many camera actors that can do good voice acting. That that is a very specific talent, and this was very well cast for voice actors. I was very impressed. Yeah. Also, Lily Tomlin. <laughs> Lily Tomlin May. is the best Aunt May. <laughs> Which is why best when Aunt May is calling me Aunt May. I'm like, actually, I'll take it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah this yeah. Film is amazing. Yeah. Aunt May in this movie is badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, it should be pointed out uh, of all all four women who have played Aunt May in in the film in film have they've all been nominated for an Academy Award. Fantastic. Wow. Not not for Aunt May. Well, no. but. But All of them are things. Academy Award nominated. Ask in the case of Marissa Tomei, a winner. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but so yeah, <laughs> they, they they get good people to play Aunt May, and uh, Lily Tomlin does a uh, apparently when they were writing the script, Lily Tomlin was the voice that they had in their heads for Aunt May, <laughs> and they were super thrilled that he she said yes. Oh, uh, anytime you can have Lily Tomlin in a in a movie, yes, I am on board. Anytime. She's, and it's amazing. She's a legend. And she has, what, a couple dozen lines, maybe? Yeah. But they're all good ones. They're all amazing Mm -hmm. lines. They're all good lines. I told you to take this outside. (laughs) (laughs) Stan Lee's still alive. Uh, (laughs) Uh, This was the last cameo Stan Lee recorded. Yeah. So there are some more cameos for Stan Lee coming. Right. Because they just were banking they, those like a they library. Banked them. They banked a bunch of oh, them. Oh, yeah, filmed, I bet. They fil- there's like three or four more, I guess. Um, well, I mean, you don't want to, you know, haul him out and just, you know, have him do one scene per movie. You want to plan those things out. So you bring Stan Lee out and you have him, you know, do his little stunt casting for like five movies in a row. And then you send him home for the day. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, he you was 90. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let the man have a little bit of rest. He's earned it. Yeah. Uh, but both, uh, interestingly enough, the dedication for this film was to Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, who were the yeah. co-creators of Spider-Man, both of whom died Yep. Uh, very close to the release of the film. Mm-hmm. So they both died in 2018. Oh. Yeah. 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 So originally it was just dedicated to Steve Ditko, but then Stan Lee died before the movie was released. Mm-hmm. And so they, they changed the dedication to be to both Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Now, I, uh, I was a big Spider-Man fan growing up. Mm-hmm. I, however, Miles Morales is well past the time that I was reading comics. He mm-hmm. was introduced in 2011. Yeah. Uh, so after the election of Barack Obama, it was actually after his election that um, Brian Michael Bendis, who created the Miles Morales Spider-Man, uh, was exploring the idea of uh, black Spider-Man. This is actually a mixed race Spider-Man, which yes. is actually a big deal. Yeah. Uh, he's the first mixed race superhero ever mm-hmm. in film. So that's that's an important milestone for the, for the character and for diversity in film, and uh, the 
the Spider-Verse is part of the Miles Morales story. Now, yeah. because I haven't read those comics, I did a little bit of research. It does not look like that was where the Spider-Verse was not introduced. That's not, it, it wasn't Miles Morales' origin story. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uncle dying was part of his origin story and his right. uncle being a criminal of some skill was part of the origin story. But uh, the the bits with the, the bits that we saw in this movie were created for the movie. They okay. were not adapted or they were partially adapted from the from some Spider-Verse stuff that went on in the comics. But mm-hmm. they, they move stuff around. Spider Gwen is a character from the comics. Oh yeah. And uh, the the some of the Peter Porker was created of earlier course. earlier than uh, than most of these other characters as part of the Marvel kind of cartoon line mm-hmm. and so so they took I a love lot the of these... Spider Ham <laughs> I really do <laughs> but I I I, I I I you know and and we're talking about the movie not the comic so I don't want to spend too much time on yeah. it but um it is important that that this is. Taken from a storyline in the comics, but it's it's altered quite a bit mm-hmm. in terms of especially Miles Morales's storyline. But I think they do a really good job. It, the hardest thing with these kinds of movies, with comic movies in, in general, is almost every time you introduce a character, it's an origin story. Yeah. And, and they do that here. And and they really do well. that. They do the origin story really well because what they do is they make a joke out of it. Yeah. And we see an origin story over and over and mm-hmm. over again to the point that you're just kind of la- – to the point that they're like, well, we're just going to do these three together. Yeah. Because, we, you know, we need to save time. <laughs> and that – Penny Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Chibi Spider-Man. <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> I should point out the team that put this film together, the directors, Bob Perchetti, mm-hmm. Perchetti and Peter Ramsey, and the writer uh, Phil Lord and Rodney Rothman are all responsible for another fine animated film that was something of a surprise to many who watched it. That is, of course, the Lego movie. Yes. This is the same group of people that did the Lego movie. Oh, everything is awesome. Everything, <laughs> everything is awesome. I didn't know that. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Good are... call. Yeah. So, actually, Bob, I'm sorry. I, I was reading this and Bob Bruschetti was not, but I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure one of the two directors. Let me make sure. There is a connection. Maybe. There is. Maybe there not. is a connection to the Lego movie. I swear. I was looking it up earlier. These and are I, things I know. And I know ben, Bendis was, uh, I saw his name up a lot in the credits. So I know he was... Well, involved. he created Miles Morales. Well, I know he did, but it looked like he was um, additionally involved in the movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry, none of the directors were Lego movie. It was just the writer. Ugh, My bad. Liar. My I bad. I was liar. This is why it's important to have Melissa do these things right? and not me. <laughs> this is because I this isn't my job, and I, I'm I, I apologize. And and dear listeners, if you're comics nerds, uh, pay attention to uh, whenever anybody pulls out a phone and looks through the contacts. There are a lot of names in there. <laughs> there were, uh, yeah, Brian Michael Bendis is referred to in there. Yeah. Steve Ditko, yeah, uh, um, John Romita, Junior yeah. and Senior. Yeah, there were there were yeah. a lot of fun ones in there. A lot of, a lot of people who have been associated with Spider Man over 
over the uh, years. Oh, there were so many, so many little cameo drops and, and and Easter eggs. I just want to watch it again with with the pause button and just <laughs> investigate everything because I know somewhere in there there has to be an electric company reference. <laughs> I didn't maybe they're catch sa- it. Maybe <laughs> I'm they're sure saving. It's in there. Maybe they're saving it for the sequel though because I've watched maybe. it three times and I've been looking for the for the electric company reference and I haven't found it yet. It's not that I disagree. It's there. I should point I, out. I'm willing to bet they might have just taken that little uh, uh, thought cloud. Sounded like crammed it in there somewhere. They might have. (laughs) 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 Some of those are going by so fast. It is a really fast movie, and it 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 doesn't slow down much. But when it does, it does a very good job of it. I should point out uh, they've already greenlit greenlit Spider Verse two and a standalone Spider Gwen movie. Good, nice. So very good. uh, They have not greenlit uh, an Aunt May movie, which is disappointing. I I saw that they were looking at doing a uh, short on uh, Nick Cage's noir. I would love a spider. Yes. I'd love a spider noir yes. short. Do you know the one who's pushing for it? The Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Of course he is. Of course he is. Of course he is. I I mean, Nick Cage says yes to every script. We know this. It's it's just legend to the point that they've made they've made numerous parody videos about the fact that Nick Cage well, says yeah. yes to every script, but. With this one, oh, by God, I'm like, so on board for it. <laughs> with this one, you feel like he said yes because he was just overjoyed somebody had offered him the part. Yeah. As opposed to just saying yes because he's like, damn, I'm an actor and I do like to act. And I don't really give a crap how good or bad the movie is. He, he's very method. Do you think he wore a trench coat and a fedora to the recording session? I hope so. I really hope so, I too. I hope so. That is, is that not. A, I mean, you know the story about the, you know, ghostwriter spirit of vengeance, right? Which one? No, the if Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, which story? Yeah. In, oh, and showing up in makeup, even showing though it was going to be in CG anyways? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because even though for Ghost Rider, he was going to have the CGI flaming skull on his shoulders, he just decided to get in the mood every day. He'd do his own makeup, and he came out of his trailer looking like some sort of reject from a Santo movie and it just terrified everybody on set by getting in their face and being ghostwriter except it's Nicolas Cage in makeup <laughs> and there is it footage of it exists dear listeners you can look it up on YouTube the magic of YouTube but anyway I yeah. really do hope that he wore a fedora and and perhaps a black spider mask Maybe he purposely went colorblind to do these recording sessions. It is possible. It is possible. He would have done something like he that. He might have tried. Or maybe like those special glasses that make you kind of feel like you're colorblind. They have mm. special glasses like that. Well, yeah. I could see him absolutely doing yeah. that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, I should also point out the number of 42 is, is the, the answer to the life, the universe, and everything? It is, but it's also the number, and probably Brian Michael Bendis knew that, and I he seems like a nerd. Yeah, he is. But uh, the spider that that bites Miles Morales is is number forty two, like experiment forty two. Yes, is the spider that bites him. It is also Jackie Robinson's jersey number. Ah, so. That is uh, important. And given that he was a member of the Brooklyn Dodgers, 
and the film takes place <laughs> in Brooklyn. primarily in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That is another reference that was in there. So I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a lot to to there's a lot to unpack unpack here. in this movie. We um, so we have female Doc Ock, which mm-hmm. is great. And um, given that there is a storyline where Aunt May falls in love with Doc Ock, that's kind of hot. <laughs> oh, especially them. Yeah, and Aunt right? May it's, knows Doc Ock. Aunt May knows because, Doc Ock. Because then Doc Ock says, my friends call me Liv. And when she comes into Aunt May's house, yeah. Aunt May says, oh, hi, oh, hi Liv. Liv. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see yeah. that storyline. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the other uh, cast members that they have. Yes. Uh, for some of the voice actors. Uh, let's see. You've got uh, Haley uh, Steinfeld. Yes. Yes. Who uh, was in uh, Bumblebee, wasn't she? She was in Bumblebee. Yes. She, she was, was the, the lead in Bumblebee, lead but in more Bumblebee? importantly, she was the lead in the Cone Brothers True Grit. Yes. And yes. she was fantastic. Nominated for an Oscar in that film. Yes. As a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. And then we, I mean, we have John Mulaney as Peter Porker, and that is something I truly appreciate. Yeah, and she, um, and, and John Mulaney d- really doesn't have a lot of acting credits. He's a comedian. Yeah, he's, he does a lot of stand-up, and he's associated with Daily Show, isn't it? Yeah. He kind of uh, came out of that group, I, I want to say. I can look it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all uh, right. It is it is he, important to note that they did, did tell him to play with the character quite a bit, <laughs> but they did not tell him the rating of the film, so a lot of his playing was uh, super oh. sweary. Oh, 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 those those are tapes that are handed around in the back rooms, <laughs> comics conventions. <laughs> Why? I'm certain to be able to find something somewhere. I'm sure. Kind of like that footage of. Um, Oh, what's his nose? The guy who played Cyclops in uh, the X Men movies. Which one? Uh, the earlier one. Oh, James Marster. James Marsters in in Superman Returns. His outtakes uh, with uh, Lois Lane that are super super filthy. I've only seen them once and have never been able to find them again. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Stop that! No, we can't have yeah, this." It, it, it showed at Comic Con. It can't be. And then, out. and then I never seen it again. <laughs> so I'm looking through some of the various other actors they have, and um, Chris Pine. Yes, yeah. Chris Pine. I did see his name. He's, he's the dead Spider Man. The dead Spider Man. <laughs> the one who dies first. Yes. Yeah. Peter Parker. Yes, but yes. there's there's more than one Peter Parker. Well, not Peter B. Parker. Not, not Peter, Peter B. B. Parker. Parker. Yeah. Just Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. Shameek Moore mm-hmm. is Miles, and he does not, he, he, this is really kind of his first major film. It's a good role. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. Um, who and, is Peter B. Parker? Peter B. Parker. <laughs> I, also, Jake I, Johnson. I do love that Peter B. Parker is like a central, a central nugget of this story. <laughs> yeah, and that is, um, although it's not entirely, entirely identified for sure. Uh, that is, P- the Peter B. Parker is kind of. The original Peter Parker, right? That's that's 
standard Spider-Man universe Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Taken out another 10 years from where he's typically shown. Yeah, where things did not go very well. Things did. But the reason I'm pretty sure is that's the one that has all of the ads looking right. Ooh, good call. I did notice that at one point, and then I forgot to look for it again. Every time you see their home worlds, the Coca-Cola ad is different. Yeah. Except on Peter B. Parker's, where it's Coca-Cola. Yeah, I did notice that. I I just forgot to look. Every other one is wrong or different. Yeah, John Mulaney, it's Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Okay, okay. Yeah. He came out of that. That's that I was family. thinking that was right. That, okay. that was where he came from was Saturday Night Live. So he's clearly moved up just by not being on Saturday Night Live anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Saturday Night Live's been uh, doing pretty well in the last several weeks. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Well, it's been you know, some good stuff yeah. out there. They can improve for, for a few weeks. Well, I mean, that's the nature of Saturday Night Live. It, it, it ebbs and it flows. It it's, kind of is. There, there are some really crappy years, and then it gets really good again. It swings back and forth like a pendulum. <laughs> it really does. So I'm looking at some of these other lovely voice actors. Mm-hmm. There's some that I don't recognize, but I'm noticing that if there's a character who's Black, animated black, it's done by an African-American actor. Excellent. Um, That, for example, um, uh, Kamiko Glenn uh, plays the, oh, what is, I mean, she's got a lot others going for her. The the Asian little girl, I can't remember her name, Penny. Oh, uh, Penny Parker. Penny Parker. Parker. Chibi Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Girl. Spider-Girl. Spider-something. Robot. Yes. Girl spider. Penny girl spider. Girl spider. <laughs> I'm just looking at these. I'm like, hey, look, there's a a person of color playing a person of color in Yay. every instance. It's actually really cool to see that. That is nice. That is nice. Yeah, yeah they did a good job there. So um, I think, you know. I feel like we're getting close to final thoughts territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, this is a very, very good film. I, you know, I have to think a little bit about it, but it's definitely one of the best films that I saw in 2018. The, 2018 was a really good film for superhero movies, especially in the Marvel universe, oh, yeah. with uh, Black Panther and Infinity War. So it's kind of amazing that this is better, probably than either one of them, and it might be the best Spider-Man film, which is actually a difficult bar as well because yeah. Spider-Man 2 is really good and so is Spider-Man oh God, Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. I mean, they're, I, they're really good Spider-Man films. I, I like I like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, but oh my God, Tom Holland is perfect. Tom Holland is perfect. Tom Holland is perfect. Tom Holland is perfect. And, <laughs> but the thing is, in animation, you can make Spider-Man move the way Spider-Man's supposed to move. And you yeah. can never 100% do that in live action. But Tom Holland is But Tom perfect. Holland is great as Peter Parker. <laughs> oh there is no question so great. that Tom Holland is great as Peter Parker. So uh, I have a final thought, but let's, let's see. What's your final thought, Melissa? I may have burst an organ at the credit cookie. <laughs> that is that a just, Marvel movie. Just stay until the credits are over. If you don't yeah, do that, oh what God, is God. your problem? Oh my God. What is it was your problem? So perfect. It was so amazing. 
No, you. No, you. I'm not. You pointed first. No, you pointed first. You're pointing at me. I was, I was just looking back. It hurts. It hurts. It just going. Oh, it's funny. It's like no, my chest. It hurts. I understood. Pat, your final thoughts. Well, um, I suppose there's a, a couple. One of which is I'm I'm pleased we did not kill Melissa. Although if she would have pleased. I'm pleased. Yes, yes. Although if, you know, you'd have gotten a little more lightheaded, that would have been kind of funny too. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I think I'll, I really like this because it is a – I'm thinking about the. – I'm thinking this through. It's a Superman – not Superman. It's a Spider-Man movie. It's a comic book movie that – you look at and you know the people who made it love comics. Yes. That there's a lot of fan service, but it's not everywhere. There's a whole lot of Easter eggs. There's probably mm-hmm. Easter eggs that like only two people in the world will get. And it's very layered, very deep. Um, I saw so much more the second time. Tim said he saw so much more even the third time. And it's... Showing that you can make movies like these. Mm-hmm. You can play with having the art show with the, you know, the camera angles and the silliness of having, you know, various spider people's spider beings walk up and down the sides of buildings and changing directions of gravity. And mm-hmm. just the fact that it's just it's not for kids. It's a cartoon, but it's not only for kids. Right. It's for people who love movies actually yeah it's it's a comic book movie that's not embarrassed to be a comic book movie which i feel it is a problem for many of them yes yeah yeah um so my final thought that that i'm going to share anyway there are a couple of little bits that that i think are great the first is to note that uh Originally, they were Penny Parker was supposed to die <gasps> along with her robot, no. and they decided that because it was a family movie that that wasn't a good idea. And I agree, that would not have been any good. That mm-hmm. would have been un- unacceptable. But more importantly, Shmeek Moore, who we know voices Miles Morales, wrote in his diary when he was younger: "This is true. I am Miles Morales." <laughs> it was his favorite character growing up. Oh, and he oh. nerded out like you would not believe oh. when he finally got when he actually got cast to play the character. That's amazing. I would love to see video. <laughs> Fly on the wall video of the, him like alone in his house just bouncing around and squeeing. I got it. I got when it. When he gets the call that he gets to be Miles Morales? Yeah, yes. That oh. would be amazing. So we're going to move in a different direction with our next movie. We are not going to watch the Academy Award winner for Best Documentary next. We are going to move on to what we said we were going to do a couple of episodes ago. Uh And we're going to watch the classic film Frankenstein. Frankenstein. No, Frankenstein. (sighs) Frankenstein. That's a different movie. It's a different movie. Anyway. We already watched it. Thanks thanks for listening. uh, And thanks for letting us watch Into the Spider-Verse. That was awesome. Yay. We'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee, dee.